Hebrews 12.1 says we are surrounded by witnesses and that we should cast off sin and obstacles that keep us from God. We are to run with endurance the race that is set before us. This is Cross Training. Building your faith to not only carry the cross of Christ, but to get up when you fall and run toward the finish line. Faith-filled business leaders and individuals share their testimony to inspire your journey. Now here's your host for Cross Training, David Anderson. Well, hello again. Glad to have you back. I hope the show is uh, fulfilling a need for you and you're learning about how other people went through the processes of life that we all go through and how we recover and maintain our balance by having a deep faith in, in Jesus and our Catholic faith. Today we are joined by Joe Spitali. Uh, Joe Spitali hails from Holy Cross High School, uh, and he'll tell us where, where he went after that. Uh, his brother, uh, Gerald Spitali, was a Del Salle legend, tailback, and played ball uh, with my brother on the JV Del Salle team, and we brought him home a couple times back when we were kids. So uh, I knew a little about the Spitali family. I didn't know they had been in the grocery business a long time, and that Gerald was back in the food service business, couldn't get away from it from his family lineage. But Joe, who is a neighbor of a good friend of mine, Deacon Richard Eason and Glenn Hayes and Johnny Altabello, quite a street you live on. That's like that. all those people could be on the city of New Orleans uh, Hall of Fame over at uh, College Inn, those guys. <laughs> yeah, that's great, great, great street. So, Joe, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, we'll talk a little about uh, something that happened in your life, and then we'll talk about some food, and I guess we will talk about Spitalis. Uh, an atomic burger. And atomic burger, for sure. And then we'll finish up with how you, what your wheels got under you, what's your prayer life like now, and uh, reflecting on your life, some words of wisdom for us. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> This is the time. Your kids don't listen to you. Yeah, yeah they don't. You have about 35,000 people out there listening to you now. There you go. But uh, why don't you tell us, um, as you were starting to go into a period of your life where you needed Christ and the church and and you got through it when you didn't think you would? Yeah. Well, there have been so many times like that. But um, one of the most traumatic times, I think, was about 24 years ago when I was working for a, a global company that um, – I was the vice president at the time, and they were in the process of merging, merging with another company, actually being acquired by another company. And so I'd been there for about 12 years, and I'd kind of worked my way up through the ranks. And um, and all of a sudden, you know, we were being acquired by a, comp- a very hostile competitor. And so, you know, I had three kids at the time, and house note and bills, and you know, living in New Orleans, right? And so not that many opportunities. And so I didn't know what was going to happen and uh, I was given an opportunity to stay with the acquiring company but I didn't like them at all um, I didn't like because I had competed with them for years and just didn't like them didn't want to work for them but I didn't know what else I could do to replace that income that I'd worked so hard to grow to and so you know the prospects were were very limited and you know even even you thought about it, and I had opportunities but it, they all required to move outside of Louisiana and my whole family is here and so that wasn't really a viable option and so i just didn't know what was going i didn't know it was you know this this it never happens quickly right it it unfolds over months with starts with the rumors and what's going to happen and then this is what's going to happen and it never is what you thought it was going to be so long story short i found myself in a position where i would have to stay with a company that i thought i'd be miserable with um and knew I wouldn't like and didn't think I would last very long because uh, I think they were just hiring a few of us to kind of make the transition and then they would get rid of us, right? Because they, they were. Which the, is often the pattern. Well, they're the acquirer, right? We, we, we would have been the vanquished. And so that's how that would have unfolded. So I didn't like the way that smelled. And then um, I was just. I was just devastated, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what to do, uh, and so, you know, I prayed a lot, and, and uh, fortunately, my wife is a, is a lot stronger than me, and so, uh, you know, she helped me get through it, and, and ultimately, by the, by the grace of God, I don't know, it was just, it just happened, uh, a gentleman that ran a, uh, a nurse staffing company here in New Orleans uh, reached out to me through a headhunter. 
about that time. And, um, you know, I didn't know anything about them. He didn't know anything about me. Uh, and then, long story short, um, you know, he was at the age of retirement. He wanted to bring someone in to run his company. And so I, um, what, was, what I thought was I was going to do the rest of my life turned out not to be that. Uh, and another opportunity came around. You know, that door closed and another door opened. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me professionally financially uh and it all allowed me to stay here in new orleans and, and is that advantage that's advantage medical professionals right we are a uh where you're the president and ceo i am yes uh uh and so um that's how that happened and i, I don't think that i don't think i could have gotten through that without my family and my faith uh, because it was just devastating because uh, you have like most people that are raising a family, you've got that responsibility on your shoulders. And how are you going to pay the bills? How are you going to let them go to go to school? I all, resemble that remark. <laughs> all the those tenth things, grader at Dominican. All those things, man. All those things. So, uh, in any case, that's uh, that's kind of how that that you know asked about a very difficult point in my life, and that was certainly it. You know, I, I've had other. Obviously. You were how old? Well, it was. I'm seventy-two. So it was 20. And by the way, he looks 52. <laughs> Thank you. So it's 25, 25, whatever that is. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not good at math. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, uh, but uh, it, it absolutely got me through. But And then, you know. Were that, you praying during that time when you worried? Did you go worried, to prayer? Probably probably worried more than praying. But uh, I was. it was almost, a, I don't want to say hopeless because people have much more hopeless situations. Mine was just. Tough. When you're in it in that bucket, it is hopeless, and you don't. Seems it's like very difficult to see the ladder to get out. It, it is. It really, really is. And uh, and fortunately, my family supported me and, and rallied around me. And then, by the grace of God, um, you know, this opportunity came around, and that was 22 or 23 years ago. And the nursing staffing business has exploded. Uh, it, it, it has during that period. Yeah, it has. Um, you know, particularly on a nationwide level, and that's kind of what we do. We we provide what they call travel nursing nurses to hospitals around the country, and uh, particularly during COVID, when you know nurses were stretched so thin and hospitals were desperate for nurses, it was a really good time for us. And that lasted probably about two years, uh, but now that kind of has bled out now and. Hospitals. Is that a medical term, as well <laughs> yeah. as business? I'm not. I'm not medical. I'm yeah, not clinical. But yeah, but uh, it, it 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 you know went from all time highs to kind of getting back down to pre COVID levels, and we were all on that sugar high for about two years, really enjoying it. How many people would you have out? Well, we 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 did about uh, eighteen hundred W twos last year. Wow, eighteen hundred, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So the, those are nurses that are out working at hundreds of facilities around the country now you're, those 1800 wouldn't necessarily come from new orleans no 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 they they can launch from anywhere so uh we certainly have nurses that work in louisiana that go to other places but we can we can work with a nurse that lives in peoria that wants to work in in in, in uh portland uh that's just the nature of that travel business typically it's a nurse will take a 13-week assignment um um, and and that's kind of what what their life is all about, and and, um, and oftentimes they'll get renewed and stay there longer if they want to. Uh, but it's an interesting business. It's a tough business, and uh, you know the healthcare the healthcare industry is getting crushed right now with with cost and expenses and things, and uh, everybody's doing everything they can to reduce costs. And supplemental staffing is is one of those line items that uh, that they try really hard to control and squeeze, uh, and. Uh, you know uh, that has a, that's having a, a real constraining impact on us now. So, did you take the company from being a small company into a eighteen hundred W twos? Well, I, I like to think I had something to do with it. Uh, when I joined it twenty three years ago, I, the gentleman that was running it was um, getting ready to retire, and he was looking. He brought me in to run the company. Uh, it was much, much smaller at the time. We probably, you know, 10 times bigger than we were when I first joined. Wow. Uh, but because, because of the work of a whole lot of people. Right, of course. And, and maybe, it's a team. And, and maybe in spite of me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we've had really good growth.
this is David Anders, if you're just joining us, host of Cross Training on Catholic Community Media. Uh, we have Jeff Blackwell making it sound all good back at, at the mothership, and uh, Albert DuPont Jr. at the switches here at the beautiful Uptown Studios of Loyola University. And we have Joe Spitali of the famous Irish Spitalis uh, of the Carrollton neighborhood. I say that in jest, uh, certainly the Italian. Well, interestingly enough, not to interrupt, but my brother Al, my older brother, was the, uh, is it the king of the Irish parade uh, about three years ago? I, what do they call that? The uh, Grand Poobah or whatever. Something. They had the Grand Marshal. <laughs> the Grand Marshal. He was actually the, Spitali was the Grand Marshal of the Italian parade. How the heck did that happen? Al slip uh, up in the uh, qualifications. Al's side? a great guy. Uh, he's a pharmacist at Majoria's, and uh, he knows everybody. Oh, that could do it. If he, you're the pharmacist yeah. at Majoria, you can yeah, sure. He, he knows that. everybody, and everybody knows him, and everybody loves him. And uh, <laughs> he told us, when, I'm going to be the Grand Marshal of the Irish Parade. <laughs> <laughs> <And> what? <laughs> but he did great, and he's, he's, got, he's got a great network of friends, uh, so that's why. It sounds like a bad movie. Uh, you know. <laughs> The Spitali, the head of the Irishman. Uh, he did it well. That's, that's funny. Well, I, I would think most of our Irish and uh, of my family, mostly all Irish, uh, we, we do get along pretty well with the Italians in New yeah, Orleans. Typically, uh, yeah. And, and we feel we're Italian because we cook all the food. No one cooks cabbage too much. <laughs> I just did buy a cabbage the other day to make. and uh, But we mostly cook Italian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, from your influence, and yeah. thank goodness. Matter of fact, our, our pastor um, from St. Anne, Billy O'Rourke, who's a great, great guy and, and a real character, just left um, Sunday. He took forty-five people uh, from the parish on a on a ten-day trip to Ireland. Uh, I oh, didn't make it. That's going to be spectacular. Yeah, he does it. He's from there, and he's still got family there. And uh, I've not gone on any of the trips because he's done a few of them, but. Uh, he is a he is a, a trip man, and he would be the guy to go to Ireland with. We've been to Ireland. Yeah. It was spectacular. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And it's I, on my bucket list. It should be. Um, had a friend of mine tell me he felt he was at a trip. Uh, he was in Africa, and he was a black fella, and he uh, went through some place where a lot of slaves deported through mm -hmm. in Africa. And he said he felt his DNA had been at that place. Really. And I kind of dismissed it, and, okay, it sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. Years later, 10, 15 years later, when I went to Ireland, mm -hmm. I felt like my DNA registered uh, that it knew where it was. That's interesting. And, and I immediately thought right back to my friend who had told me he had had that experience. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, yeah, it, it was very know, comfortable. Yeah, I don't know about that. We we, we just we, we went to Italy a, a couple of months ago with the family, and uh, I, I don't know. I was proud because I, I thought it was an incredible place. And we didn't get down to Sicily, which is where my family's really from. I just spent a week in Sicily. That's now that's on my real bucket list there for sure. I want to do that. It's spectacular. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I it was one of the favorite places I've ever been. I imagine. Uh, I imagine. And it was part of the trip that I insisted on. Well, yeah. Sicily. I, I, yeah. You know, you do the Florence, the Rome, the, the Pompeii, the Venice. Uh, Venice, and you go, okay, that's that's cool now. But I wanted to just kind of go off on my own and do and do Sicily, but that, that that's a next time trip for me. It, it was, um, my sister came with us on mm -hmm. most of the trip mm -hmm. to all the other places, mm -hmm. but she had to come back for her daughter's uh, uh baby shower so she didn't get to make sicily mm -hmm. um, i have to say my sister's name sue bush give her a shout out okay. on that trip hello uh, we traveled great mm -hmm. together uh, but sicily first of all it was about 30 no, maybe 50 percent cheaper than everywhere else in italy really yes i didn't know that the food costs is because it's kind of the breadbasket of, sure. of italy so right. the food costs doesn't mm -hmm. have any transportation everything's right. super fresh i bet the food comes from the sea. They eat fish all the time. It's stuff that comes from the sea right. and the stuff they grow. The and wine must be great, too. The huh? wine was just everything. <laughs> and the people, you really, when you go through Italy, uh, and if you're from New Orleans, you know of a, a lot of Italian folks. They're Sicilians, most of them, mm -hmm. that are in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. 
the personalities and the people look so much more in Sicily than anywhere no else kidding. in Italy. No kidding. And the whole you 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 know you're with people uh, that have connections to people in New Orleans that you you. They not only look like them, mm-hmm. but the same personalities. It's so much more friendly. Yeah. Italy's very friendly, mm-hmm. but Sicily is like what people think of New Orleans around the country to come, and everybody's nice. Right. That's how Sicily is. Yeah. I saw the uh, the relationship of so many of my Sicilian ancestor yeah. friends yeah. with being there, and the cost of hotel rooms. It's like $130 for a room with a balcony overlooking the Mediterranean. Wow. Wow. That's not in Florence. No, no, no. No. Yeah. I haven't done that. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. I I did that whole 23 and me thing Mm -hmm. all back to big surprise. I'm 100% Italian. Yes. (laughs) But uh, my brother, I I, I don't know if we still, I imagine… I imagine we still have family in Sicily because that's where we came from. Oh, he I knows the village. Just to, you. But you know what I don't know? I don't, I don't know if we got our name butchered when we moved to the United States or when my great-grandparents came here. I don't know. So I, I don't know how easy that would be. But I, Do you I know which town they came from? I do. My brother does. He's done all that. Um, and if you told me, I would say, yeah, that's it. But I, I don't remember. But uh, That has to be your bucket list trip. Yep. You will... I'll put that ahead of Ireland. As I felt like uh, in Ireland, mm-hmm. you'll feel that way in Sicily. Okay. Except the food is so much better. Okay. Gotcha. And the wine is so much better. Yeah, there you go. You know, we're known right. for beef stew and, uh, you know, chicken Cabbage. mulligan yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just bumped that up on my list, so I'll do it. And it was so, we, we enjoyed ourselves so much yeah, there. Yeah, that's great. The water. Mm-hmm. If you like the water. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, and the water's crystal clear mm-hmm. blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you you you'll do yourself a favor. Good. Maybe you'll remember back. I remember David saying that uh, the DNA. I feel it. I I'll feel do it. it. I'll look for it. So there you are. You you started uh, with advantage mm-hmm. to come take over. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it a difficult transition for you? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I, I went from a, um, a very structured corporate environment. Um, with lots of resources, um, you know, it was a $5 billion company. Um, and you had all the resources you need. You had a legal department, you had a marketing department, you had. What kind of business was it? It was, it was a staffing business, uh, but it was commercial staffing, uh, secretaries, production workers, warehouse workers, and things like that. So it was the staffing business. Um, and so, you know, that was great. Uh, you have to have all that support and direction, and it insulates you from a lot of stuff. Uh, of course, the the advantage was a much smaller local company, and so you kind of did everything right. Uh, and so, but as difficult as I thought that was, I liked it a lot better because because you didn't have the bureaucracy, you didn't have the you could make a decision and implement it relatively quickly. At my former company. Um, uh, it was Olston Staffing Company. I don't think they even exist anymore. I remember well. the name. Yeah, there was Olson Temporaries, and they were acquired by Adeco, uh, and that's the company that I, I didn't particularly want to work for. But uh, yeah, that was uh, it. Was a uh, kind of a the transition was interesting because um, because of coming from that culture and that environment to a smaller company, and you know the the gentleman that. Uh, that founded the company and ran the company was a wonderful guy. He was loved by everybody. Um, and so it was difficult for him to bring in an outsider. Um, that and he, he must not have had someone in-house that he thought. He, he had a few people that were very good at their, at their vertical jobs, uh, but no one that he felt could actually run the company. Uh, and so that's why we, we actually talked and uh, decided to go. And it's been, a, it's been an absolute blessing. Um, Many, many good things have come from that. And uh, he's still around. Uh, uh, Bill's still around. He's still uh, um, living on the North Shore, living the good life. So he sold the company um, to a private equity company. Uh, and I stayed on um, for the sale. Uh, and now we're, we're currently owned by a private equity company out of Nashville. Wow, that was a transition all to itself. Sure I'm was. Sure. How long sure ago was. was that? That was about 14 years ago. Oh, so it's worked out well for everyone. They've been a great partner. 
Uh, you know, you hear horror stories about the private equity people, but uh, these folks have been just incredible, and they've held on to us for a long time through some very difficult times and some and some good times. So, uh, once again, it, it it was a blessing. You know, I was scared at first because you know I I, I enjoyed working directly for the owner and for Bill. Uh, uh, and then I'd heard all the horror stories about the private equity companies, how, oh, yeah. cut, how cutthroat they are, and all that kind of stuff. And but we got lucky. Uh, I was involved in finding them, and I was involved in 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 the deal. Um, but uh, you never know until you actually, you know, push the button. And uh, but they have been incredible partners, which is kind of unusual in that in that private equity space, particularly for that long. Yeah, yeah. Typically three to five years, and they 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 turn you right. Um, but, um, and we've, we've gone to market a couple of times, um, but, uh, we weren't able to get the price that we felt we were worth, uh, worth and they were comfortable holding us. We were comfortable with them. And so we've just stayed together, which yeah. is really unusual in that industry. And this, during this time, you're, you're raising a family. You have yes. Three children. Yes. Two boys and a girl. Yeah. And uh, five grandkids. Two Jesuit boys. Two Jesuit boys, yes. Uh-huh. Is, uh, that was my wife's decision. Yeah, yeah. And where'd your daughter go? Chappelle. Like she's her a, mom. She's a chick not. Yeah. Uh, she went to Chappelle. Uh, my, my daughter went to Chappelle. My granddaughter's at St. Anne, and she's already wearing Chappelle stuff. Nice. So it looks like they're going to be chipmunks. I went to, uh, when I was uh, running a department with Glenn Hayes. Yeah. Uh, and I went over to Dominican. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had won it when I worked with Glenn, mm-hmm. and then I had to go win it back, uh, take it away from Glenn when I started my own <laughs> really? bank. Yeah, uh, and I went over to Jazz, uh, Jasper, to Dominican. Mm-hmm. And those girls look so studious and yeah. and cheerful and mm-hmm. sweet and happy. And uh, I came home. And I told my wife, uh, my daughter was just born. Mm-hmm. I said, my daughter's going to Dominican. Yeah, she said, really? Mm-hmm. I said, and she. Being, she went to Harvard. She gets the educational decisions sure. for our child. Right. Uh, well, you know, all is funny. I mean, I, I think uh, you know they're, they're all good schools. Uh, you know, we were talking the best value you can really get. I, I think so. I mean, I think so. I and mean, we're blessed to be able to afford to send them that. Uh, you know, I know people have good experiences in the public school system. They certainly can be successful, but um, we really wanted that for the kids. And uh, you know, I've got. Uh, another granddaughter who who started Mount Carmel uh, this year, uh, and that's a great school. Uh, and so I've got them spread out all over the place. And and uh, but you know there you know there's always that controversy of Holy Cross Jesuit De La Salle and all that stuff. But and we 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 kid each other a lot. Uh, uh, but they're all great schools. Just they really just are. just different. They just really different. Are. It's hard to kind of understand, but it's just different. But uh, I'm really uh, we mentioned it a little bit. On, You've not yet met the new headmaster at Holy Cross, uh, a gentleman by the name of Gallagher. I read a piece about him. Yeah, he is an impressive guy. He's been there about a year, and he's doing some he's doing some really good stuff for uh, for Holy Cross. I think they're I think they're going in the right direction. Well, they certainly have a beautiful facility. Oh man, this is David Anderson, host of Cross Training on Catholic Community Media, here at the beautiful Uptown Studios of Loyola University. And we have Joe Spitali of the famous Spitalis. Was your dad ever helping out over there? Yeah, my dad. Yeah, I uh, remember yeah my dad was from ago. the. We, we it started. We had a grocery store on Willow Street, you know, right off Carrollton, uh, way off Carrollton actually, and um, and then um, it's a he, neighborhood grocery. Typical neighborhood grocery, right. and we lived behind the grocery store, mm-hmm. um, and um, and so he did that for a long, long time, and then when he retired. They moved to Metairie, and then um, my my two brothers, Gerald and Charles, ultimately opened up Spitali's Deli right there on North Olnott, which used to be by that U- old USF&G building, if you remember that? Yes. Not too far from Rommel. But anyway, so we wound up there, and then uh, and then uh, Charles and Gerald opened up Spitali's Deli uh, on North Olnott. They were there for about 35 years and lost their lease, so now they're over on uh, Division Street. Uh, right off of right off of Veterans uh, Cross Street from Applebee's. That has to be a better location. It is. It's much better. Yeah, They're doing for, more business for a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice place. It, it, great food. Yeah, food is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. We had uh, the Blanchards in here a couple weeks back, months back, and telling the story about how they lost their lease. Johnny. Uh, 
Yeah, there they are. The whole yeah. family's working. Hey, John's got a, John's got John's got an incredible story. It is it is it beautiful. Is, it incredible. I actually went to Northwestern State University with uh, John. Uh, really? He, yeah. Hey, John was a hell of a baseball player in college and high school and college, and I was on the football team, and so we we knew each other pretty well then. And um, but uh, no, he's he's got an incredible story to tell. He's just good people. Yeah. And to see where they are now, it's amazing. And just to pray, he said, David, I don't know what I was going to do. Yeah. And my whole family was working there. And Sacred Heart of Jesus pointed him in the direction. And right. After his trip to Medjugorje, right? And you went to Medjugorje. I did, yes. And how was that in your life? Amazing. Amazing. Were you at a deep place before you went? You know, I've always kind of been somewhat spiritual. Uh, I, I take that back. I think during college, I this probably, is a Catholic radio show. Yeah. Would you like to, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, talk about the depths uh, of our Catholicism? Yeah, yeah <laughs> somewhat you know. spiritual. Yeah. That's another show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, no, kinda, I'm joking. Our show is about the journey. Yeah, I, I kind of think. That. Yeah, I kind of think that. So like most kids, I don't know most kids, but I know in college, I mean, I probably, you know got away from my faith i know i didn't go to church didn't think about god very much all i thought about was me and having fun did you go to monta de la rosa uh, as a kid well i went to interestingly enough i went to monta de la rosa but it was in independence louisiana there's a monta de la rosa there that is uh yeah and but the one on carrollton yeah no i never went there because by the time we moved to willow street i was already uh in high school because i'd gone to we moved around a little bit because you know we go from one store to a Another, but at the time I went to St. Maurice uh, mm-hmm. in, in uh, the Ninth Ward, so yes. where we lived, where we had our store. Um, and then um, that's where I wound up going. And then we moved out to Carrollton, uh, out to the Willow Street location, which mean, meant I had to take three buses each morning to get the Holy Cross. And it took me an hour and a half every morning to get there. Uh, but that's where I was going, you know. And you played football? I did, yeah. Running back? Yes. Like Gerald, so the Spitalis were known for their speed and moves. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but uh, I, I'll tell you, I played. Okay. You went to college and played? I did. I did. How was that experience? Great. Great. I loved it there. Um, you know, I made some great friends. I, I made some um, friends there that I'm still friends with now. And um, we, we always talk. And uh, it was it was a re- Natchitoches is a great town. Um. um and I made a bunch of great friends there. Football, to me, uh, football in high school was fun. Uh, football in college was a job. And I didn't like it very much. Uh, I didn't like to, you know, I mean, it was, they just own you, man. It's a business. Well, you know, you get up and, you, you know, you do what they tell you to do. You know, you go to practice for three hours. You watch film for two hours. And, then you, you know, you, all that kind of stuff. And I was in college and I just wanted to have fun. Um, and they, they just, <laughs> you know, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, uh, uh, it, it was, it was, it was too structured for me. I mean, I, I did pretty well, you know, uh, and I played and I had a lot of fun, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd do it again, you know. Scored touchdowns? Yeah. I, you're running back. You, you hope you do, you know? Yeah. So, uh. What was your longest run? Uh, in high school? Was no, about, oh, 80, uh, Probably about 30 yards. High school? Yeah, probably about 89 yards. You had an 89-yard touchdown? I think I had about four of them. Well, what kind of time did you have in a 40? Probably about, my best time in college was about 4-7. But this was 50 years ago. I mean, know? outrun uh, people for 90 yards. Well, you don't do it without your line, right? So I, I, I'd like to think that they knocked all 11 guys down, and I just... I just ran, you know. So uh, that's kind of how that works. I don't think I've ever known anyone that's had an 89-yard run, much less multiple ones. <laughs> I'll send you the video. <laughs> you said something earlier about you had received some award, and I joked with you. I said, well, that's good because we, you know, you'll upgrade right. the show. We don't have any <laughs> award recipients of any kind. Had I known you had an 89-yard run, that's <laughs> taking us to another level. Oh, my goodness. I, yeah, I you need even, to get better guests. <laughs> well, I don't even think uh, Greg Raymond uh, uh he never did tell. Oh, he played offensive line. Yeah. yeah uh, they don't carry the ball much. No, not too much. Not too much. So when you were in college, you had the regiment of uh, of the, being on the team, as mm-hmm. Greg was saying, you know, real camaraderie. It's a different level than, yeah. than high school. Yeah. You're dating your wife at the same 
at long the distance. Time. Yeah, she stayed in New Orleans, and I was up there. That's uh, funny because Greg was doing the same thing right? with his mm-hmm. uh, wife that went to Chappelle. Also, no kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. And the high school sweethearts like you guys. Yeah, Kathy would come up. Uh, you know, it's a long trip back then. It was before the uh, the interstate really was developed, and so it was a good five and a half, six hour drive. Uh, and so she would come up with her. her her brother, Larry Godet, uh, was a couple of years ahead of me, but he, he, he played ball at Northwestern as well. So Kathy would come up with the family for all the games. and Of the Dallas Al Godet basketball no, game? No, Larry was a Holy Cross boy too. Um, a hell of an athlete. But um, anyway, so she would come up every weekend, and when we didn't have games, I would come home. Um, but it, was, uh, but we, it lasted for four years, you know. Um, because we had dated, as I said, two years in high school, four years in college, and then got married. Do you cook? A little bit. What's your favorite meal? Um, breakfast. <laughs> I like to cook eggs and grits and stuff oh, like that. Oh, come on. Give me some Italian no, chicken cacciatore. No, no Kathy, Kathy's a great cook, but uh, no, she won't let me do it. So she does the cooking. Yeah, she's a great cook. I do the cooking. Yeah. I don't even like it when my wife wants to cook something. I want to cook. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I, no, 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 I don't have that skill. But, but Kathy's a, you know, she's a French godet. Uh, and so she's, she is a, an excellent cook, and she, she cooks a lot of Italian stuff. And whenever she gleaned from your mother, oh, there yeah. must be some good cook. She still cooks my mom's meatball and spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite meat. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Does she use different meats? Yeah, she uses, I think, the ground beef and the pork, I think, and the sausage, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And my mom always made a sweet gravy, uh, which is, everybody says different, but Kathy tries to get it right. And she I like pure, a sweet gravy. She comes pretty close. Yeah, she comes pretty now, close. Now, what do they do at Spitali's? A little bit of everything. It's, it's, uh, they have hot plate lunches. They have sandwiches um, um, and uh, a nice variety of stuff, you know, salads. Now, is that what led your sons to go into, they own Atomic Burgers? Yeah. Uh, Joe and Nick are my two boys, and Joe worked at Spitalis a while while he was in high school. Um, and so I think he's a he's a real foodie. Um, and so he worked there for a while. Then he um, he opened up a, a restaurant in Harahan called uh, Hickory Grill mm-hmm. uh, way back there by that old Cisco building or wherever it is. On Hickory, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, 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 he ran that for a while, and uh, then he sold that because he and my youngest son, Nick, had a vision. They wanted to open up a, at the time, it was called a Better Burger Movement. Uh, and so uh, they opened up Atomic Burger. I lose track maybe five, seven years ago or so. And so that's what they do. Uh and, um, I just saw their billboard yeah. on Causeway the other day. New Orleans, right? Yeah. Okay, Mattery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cute. It's yeah, cute. yeah. It's it's a it's a tough business, man. It's a tough, tough business. But I'm real proud of them. They, uh, you know, they're 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 doing all that they can do. They opened up Metairie a few years ago. They opened up Baton Rouge a couple years ago, and now they're uh, renovating a building in Prairieville. Yeah, I saw them in Baton Rouge as well. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they get the LSU crowd or. Uh, I I think so. Yeah, I mean I don't know that they. Get, Where are they in Baton Rouge? They're on um, jeez, oh, um, Perkins is it Perkins? Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but they're they're not too far from campus, and they're just like right around them is like thousands of condos and apartments where all the kids live, you know. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's not Perkins. What the, I can't think of it. And on Metairie, there. They're on veterans in Metairie between Homa and um, and Cleary, which is you know, Veterans Highway is. There's nothing like it economically, from Houston to Atlanta. Yeah, it is the biggest economic corridor. Yeah, uh, between those two big cities. Well, they they, all, they have ten Veterans Highways in each of those. Yeah, cities. yeah. And here, yeah. That's it. Well, well, the boys are. I mean, thankfully, the boys are a lot smarter than me, so they did all their. And they did go to Jasper, right? They did go to Jasper. I'm sure they fancy themselves as smarter than you, just with that. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah. That's uh, as nuances we were talking about earlier. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, Jesuit did a great job with my my two boys, and uh, and they made you know they made great friends there that they're still friends with today. So uh, it's been great. They great. shape them up. They have to have, be well disciplined. Yeah. To finish. And I think that's the key uh, is the discipline, uh, because if you can, if you're disciplined, you could be successful. 
if you have structure and discipline, I think. It, it can, you know, talent's good, uh, but if you're structured and disciplined and you keep, keep plugging away, I think you can be successful. Uh, it, it is the only way I have had any success in any of mm-hmm. my banking careers just to stay at it. That's it. Stay That's at it. it. Yeah. And uh, I learned that more from being in the Army mm. uh, than I did anywhere else, yeah. I think. Yeah. I get it. I, I, it's so important. And, uh, and um, I guess I'm one of these old old guys that say the younger generation doesn't have it and all that kind of stuff. But, boy, I tell you, it's uh They do have it. And it is generational that we say that about the next generation. <laughs> yeah. They said that about us. Uh, and oh, I remember my dad rolling his eyes about me a lot of times. Uh, yeah. And he would, his favorite saying was, Joe's not afraid of work. He'll lay down on side of it and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Pretty funny. Well, yeah. we had the we had the corner grocery store, right? So we lived behind the store. So you know, and we'd all try to help out some more than others. You know, with the four boys. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> every time I get a chance, I'd sneak back into the house and lay down on the couch. Obviously. <laughs> well, uh, my father thought it's very similar to me, uh, but it's funny. My wife's family, her grandfather, had a grocery store. They lived in the house. Mm-hmm. We had a grocery store. We lived in the back. There you go. Uh, yeah. So. Almost a rite of passage. Well, it was it was back when you know everybody didn't have a car, right? And uh, there weren't as many big supermarkets. So those Schwagmans is the one that came right. and changed that whole world. Kind of, sort of, yeah. And there weren't any of those around, right? And so you know the neighborhoods people were relegated to just kind of walking to the store or whatever. And so, I mean, it worked well for my parents. I mean, they worked uh, they worked seven days a week. It were open seven days a week, um, and, and they put. Uh, uh, selflessly, uh, never took vacations. They didn't know what a vacation was, but their focus was, you know, putting the four boys through Catholic grammar school, Catholic high school, and giving us all an opportunity to go to college. Uh, so uh, I owe everything to my parents. That's beautiful. It's true. Were they second generation? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we 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 lived in independence for a long time. Or. My parents were from Independence, where a lot of uh, Sicilian immigrants went. Exactly, and you so go up there today, you'll yeah, see all the Italian yeah. names on the show. Yeah, my da- yeah, that's right. It, it ends in a vowel. Um, I haven't been back there in a long time. We still have some property there, but I think when I was about seven or eight, my dad worked for Hood Motor Company. Mm-hmm. Still up in, in that in area, Hammond, yeah. And then uh, uh, an opportunity became available for him to move to New Orleans and open up a little corner grocery store. That my uncle, who had already done that, helped him get set up in, and uh, that's what they did, and that's what how uh, what they did to, to uh, raise us and put us through school. Uh, wow, what a give story, us everything huh? we ever wanted. Yeah, yeah, uh, we have no idea the sacrifices. No, well, yeah, I, 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 I truly do because I saw it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I just saw that that selflessness that it was just all about the family. It was just all about the boys, and and uh, well, they were so that, blessed. Four boys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you think about it now, of course. So yeah, it was hard. Yeah, but there's no better lifeline for a family. Yeah, that's true. And 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 you know, and, and my my to poor have four mom, children. Yeah, my poor mom. You know, she would work in the store all day, and then we'd come home, and we'd be hungry, and we'd want clothes washed and uniforms cleaned for the next day's practice, and. And poor mom just did it, you know. And you didn't even think about it at the time. Didn't think about it. I can. You know, you I feel, feel. I feel really bad about it now. Yeah, I wish course. I could have done more. Uh, but uh, she was a saint, man. She was a saint. And never complained. Never. All she wanted to do was whatever was good for the family. That was her whole focus. I hope my family thinks of me like that. Is they're all my wife's in the law school, my yeah. daughter's at Dominican. Mm-hmm. I hope they do and, too. And I, I make sure we have yeah. food, yeah. cooking, clothes. Yeah. The floors are clean. Yeah, uh, that's what it's all about, my friend. That's yeah. what it's all about. And you know, you get to a point, you know, run a bank, and now I doing my own floors at the house. Yeah, but you, you love it. It's mm-hmm. like uh, you just can't wait for dinner and everybody sit around and it's beautiful it's a wonderful time it's the best yeah and i'm lucky too because um i'm lucky too because all of my my kids still live in the area they haven't had to move away You're very to, lucky yeah i mean just look at richard you know he's had a he's got a beautiful family uh three great kids uh that i knew because we grew up across the street from him and i think 
all of them. Yep. I think one, two are in Texas and one's in Arkansas. And uh, it's it's that kind of, you know, seeing each other on Christmas and Thanksgiving. And We're fortunate. My 30-year-old yeah. lives here. Mm-hmm. 15-year-old, obviously. Lives yeah, I mean, it's... it's My it's, brother's kids still live here. It's crazy. My sister's kids still live That's here. That's not typical. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we've been really lucky with that. Um, and then we have grandchildren coming. And, yeah. It's, uh, it's, well, it's, I don't have grandchildren. We have, I have grandnieces. And, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we laugh. My sister and I laugh. We say sometimes... Remember how old Aunt Laddie and uh-huh. Aunt Lillian had come yeah. around and they were our great, great aunts? Sure. We are those people. Yeah, we are. To these little guys. Uh, well, I was talking to someone the other day. I said, man, I said, uh, do you remember Do you remember when we were 20 years old, if, how old 70 was to us? Yeah, It was like yes. decrepit, man. And here I am, 70, 71 and a half, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, so. thank goodness. Uh, I think I feel younger than i saw my old aunts and uncles uh back then i get that but we're probably not they probably felt the same way i i, I, I get that and thought we yeah. were gonna drive the whole ship over the over the over the cliff mm-hmm. uh just like we think the i next tell you, generation. you know, talking about blessings i have uh, uh incredible wife but uh i've also uh, got an incredible mother-in-law and she's 92 and still very active still drive still sharp as a tack fun to be around and just loving life man and she's part of y'all's life absolutely absolutely and how many grandkids i have five grandkids uh and uh yeah and y'all get together all the time all the time is it anything better no no it is really not no saints could win the super bowl Eh, it's great fun and enjoy it none of that matters doesn't even come close doesn't come close my sister does a uh with her two daughters and she has a son in florida he didn't get to come in as much uh and they have a new grandbaby so mm-hmm. they're all getting together on wednesday nights for their dinner yeah it's nice it's fun you know what in in, in addition to that what i what i love is my, my four brothers my three brothers uh we get together every wednesday morning most wednesday mornings at gerald's place uh just for no reason just then they get together and we spend you know 45 minutes half an hour together once a week just you know just being together as brothers you know and so it, that's that's beautiful too coffee and, and do you get breakfast no you said it's your no, favorite. no 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 we uh just have some coffee and, and we don't we just sit and talk and laugh and talk about old times and break out old pictures and stuff and it's great well you have to make sure you tell gerald uh his former football mate my brother, Herb Anderson. Okay. That you know, draw the circle together. I will tell him about it. Yeah. He'll, he'll remember the little redhead, obnoxious kid in the back seat. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll talk to him about it. I'll talk yeah. to him this afternoon he'll, for sure. I'm sure he'll laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so, your grandkids in Catholic schools yes. as well? Yes. Um, St. Anne. Two of them are at St. Anne. Uh, two of them are at Dominican, and now one's at Oh, Malcoma. you have at Dominican. I'm sorry, Dominican. Uh, St. Dominic's. Oh, St. Dominic's. Yeah, St. Dominic's, yeah. Because um, uh, they live right by Who I believe the Dominicans had run for a long time and just recently. St. Dominic's? Uh, turned it back to the uh, Archdiocese. Yeah, I know. I remember a while back they had a Dominican pastor, but I, I think something changed. And it was it. under the auspices of the Dominicans. Okay. And they okay. went back to the Archdiocese yeah. or went to the Archdiocese. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that, but uh, it makes sense, yeah. I can't wait for you to go to uh, Sicily. Yeah, me too. And have that in. Maybe you'll take the whole family. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Uh, reverse migration. That's how we roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is fun. Uh, you will enjoy it. So tell me about your prayer life now. <clears throat> and let me just, uh, for anyone who just joined us, this is David Anderson, host of Cross Training here on Catholic Community Media. And we're at the beautiful Uptown Studios of Loyola University in the Mike Early uh, Media Center with Albert DuPont Jr. at the switches and Jeff Blackwell making a sound all velvety like his voice. Um, what's your prayer life like now? How many times do you go to Mass? Well, I, I, uh, I go to 6.30 Mass every morning. Wow. And have for probably ever since I went to Medjugorje, <laughs> interestingly enough. And where but do you go? St. Anne. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Transcontinental? Yes. Yeah. So that's a beautiful our, church. It's a beautiful church. Great pastor, great associate, great people. Good I, fair. I, very I, nice good fair. fair. I love it. Um, I love it. We just had a, um, I, 
I'm a member of the Knights of Columbus, and uh, as am I. Uh, great organization, uh, great, great, great people. Well, just two weeks ago at St. Anne, uh, we did a, um, the Knights of Columbus get a big spaghetti dinner for uh, St. Michael's, the St. Michael's Special School, and I think we raised about thirty grand for them. Uh, just uh, spaghetti and door prizes and baskets and stuff. So it is, it is a great, great organization that I'm really proud to be a part of. I don't carry my weight all the time, but. Uh, there's some people in an organization that I just I'm in awe of. I'm in organizations like that where yeah. you just look at people and yeah. like they carry the whole it. thing, cooking I'm, everything, man. And, you but know. it takes even the folks who uh, just do a little bit. Yeah, you know we have a bunch of us. Yeah, and you get one or two or five, ten guys yeah. who really are pulling the uh, the weight of the wagon. Yeah, but it's supported by the forty, fifty other folks that. You know, give a little bit of time, and, yeah, I, and it works. Yeah, it, it this one I've only been a member for less than a year, uh, and I, you know, they they were talking to me for a long time about joining, but I always said, you know, I don't want to join if I if I can't contribute and I can't do stuff, and so I said I'll wait till I retire and do it. Well, I, <laughs> I haven't been able to retire yet, so I'm still seventy two, saying, well, I better not wait too much longer. Let me just jump in. So I did. Do that. you plan on retiring soon, or not really? You know that that depends on a lot of things. Uh, you know, I'm um, I have equity in the company now, and so we're probably uh, you know at some point in time we'll we'll go to market again and try to sell, and that will probably be my my exit. Um, you know, but they may want me to stick around for a little while, so I just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something I can just walk away from. Oh, you built it. With a lot of other good people, yeah. Of course. With a lot of, of good people, yeah. But that that's it. So, I, you know, I, I think 6.30 Mass is a great way to start the day. Um, you know, we've got a group of probably 60 people that go to 6.30 Mass every morning. Have you seen it increase since COVID? No. Well, it it it, it dropped off during COVID. It's yes. back now to the pre-COVID levels. Uh, that's kind of where we yeah, are at Holy Name as well. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful experience to start your morning off every day like that. You know, it's something about something about being in church where you don't have to be there that makes it much more special, you know, instead of just going once a week, you know, to do that. It's just there's something great about it. Um, I really, really enjoy doing it. Good reading yesterday. I uh, went to the... Uh I went to the noon mass over here at Loyola yesterday mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, walked. It was mm-hmm. so beautiful of a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. I was working at my table, kitchen mm-hmm. table, putting mm-hmm. my new business together. Right. And I realized, okay, well, it's uh, 1130. They have a noon mass. Mm-hmm. I can just get up and go walk to mass and walk back. There you go. It was awesome. Beautiful. It was beautiful. The day yeah. was gorgeous. And the yeah. Reading. I read that. When I wake up, I like to uh, say the Hail Mary and the Hail Father. Then I, then I go to the Vatican website. Mm-hmm. And read the readings of the day. Mm-hmm. And I like to look at the different saints. Yes, they were the uh, uh, our guardian angels. Were, were the saints of the day? Right. And uh, so that's how they like wore white song. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, because of that. Yeah. Okay. I tell you, if you like doing that, David, uh, I've got a dear friend who is a uh, Dominican priest, and they are preachers by yes. by, by nature. Um, and uh, if you like, I'll send he, Jim Father Jim Moshanda. Another Italian guy, but uh, he has a thing uh, every morning called Word of Hope. It's about a two-minute little snippet where he will talk about the readings of the day. And it literally is about two and a half, three minutes. And it is a really great way to start the day. If you like, I can send it to you. Please, please. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. And then he has the Word of Hope every day. And then on the weekends, he has this thing called Know Before You Go which is really uh, a preview of the readings and he gives you they give you their spin on it. It's not always for the gym because they kind of alternate doing right. it. But it done but, uh, locally? No, they're in Chicago. No, I uh, like to do if you, if you get a no before you go sounds so good. Yeah. Because if you do read it before you go, sure. you get a lot more out of it. I think you'd enjoy it. The Vatican website has the Holy Fathers uh-huh. uh kind of uh summary of the readings yeah. and the gospel yeah but you know that that homily to me is so important you know i mean the mass is obviously the most important thing in the sacraments but um having a priest that can unpack the, uh the readings in, in the homily makes all the difference in the world and we're really fortunate at saint Rand because i don't know if you you know father billy but he is a master is that father o'rourke father billy o'rourke he is a master and uh uh, 
he does a really good job and and uh, of bringing that whole thing alive. But but that's what they do in, in Word of Hope uh, in Know Before You Go. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to come here. Does he have a good Irish brogue? A little bit. That's little good bit. Enough. Not as bad as Father Harry at uh, St. Philip, where you can't understand a word he says. But uh, I was scolded Father Billy once by uh, Father Crotty. He had just come from Ireland mm-hmm. and at St. Francis of Assisi. Mm-hmm. He yelled at me, and I had no idea what he was yelling at me for. <laughs> I couldn't understand it. And I you know, looked remorseful and got out of there yeah. without a paddling. There you go. Uh, but... Um, Years later, we became friends. And you, you, we were hanging out, and yeah. he, he would love. He it, couldn't remember. He would love Father Billy. He's a he's a character. I mean, he rides a motorcycle. Uh, he's he's kid's character. Where is he? Saint Anne. Oh, Father O'Rourke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Father Billy O'Rourke. What yeah. kind of motorcycle? Uh, I really don't know. I've never actually. I ride seen a it. Vespa. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think he's. I used he's, to have a bigger one. He's got one of the big ones. I had a big one. Well, I, 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 my brother, my older brother Al had a BSA six fifty. Remember those? Oh yeah, that was a bad boy. Yes, uh, and, uh, and until I wiped it out one day, it almost killed myself, and then it went into the shop and disappeared from the shop. And to this day, we're, we're, we're we are pretty certain that my mom paid somebody yes. to steal it. Yes, of <laughs> course. She of hated course. us riding it, man. <laughs> I had a. Uh, I had cancer a couple of years ago. When I got back on that motorcycle, my arms just didn't have that mojo anymore. Yeah. And I said, just like you know, if you're downhill skiing and you, it's oh, just you stop it's before just, you get hurt. Yeah, it's just too dangerous. I it, it, even if you are as careful and a really good rider, you're still at the mercy of everybody else. I'm a cyclist, and I'm gonna uh, tell you, yeah. it's dangerous. That. Yeah, it is. It's dangerous. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it is. Just you know, if it's not the pothole mm-hmm. uh, or, or the debris out on the road um yeah or, besides or the other, someone or the, texting or the crazy drivers right well this is where we end our show i want to thank you so sure. much for coming on uh representing the Spitali clan of carrollton uh of independence and the ninth ward uh y- y'all bring it all there you go from <laughs> a little bit Orleans, of everything yeah. west new orleans all the way up to independence but it, it really has been uh, a pleasure to have you here in the mm. you know it's new orleans we were already you know, we already know people who know each other. Yep. You know, we're a half a degree removed. Right. right. Between you, Richard, Johnny Altabella, Glenn Hayes, Gerald, uh, Gerald's wife. Yep. Uh, it's just how New Orleans is, and it's because we stay here. It's beautiful. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. So you always have to be good to other people because if if you don't know someone that they know very, very well – you might even be related to them. <laughs> good so, chance. So it's a good chance. Be nice to everybody. That's right. And uh, That's tell right. the truth. For uh, sure. So this is the part of the show where we say goodbye and thank everyone for listening. And hopefully you'll join Joe as he leads us in the Hail Mary. Sure. Hail Mary, full, full of grace. The Lord, Lord is with, with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Cross Training with David Anderson is a production of Catholic Community Media.